Welcome back to the Sturgis Kitchen Table. I'm Eric Davis. And I'm Eric Johnson. Mr. Johnson, it's Sunday evening, February 26th. A lot has happened since the city council meeting five nights ago and our hot take in the first episode. Since you've been out of town, I figured I better get you up to speed. The petitions to call an election on the city manager form of government are drafted, they're printed, they're out circulating in the Sturgis community. So in this episode, we're going to talk about what those petitions call for, how you can sign one, how you can circulate one, and just what the voters will be deciding if we get enough signatures. Stick around. Sounds good. So, Mr. Johnson, after we recorded the last episode, you left town to attend the high school speech and debate tournament in Sheridan, Wyoming. How'd it go? It went great. We qualified six kids for the national tournament in Phoenix, Arizona. And so in June, we'll be taking six, possibly seven kids there. Um, yeah, it was it was a great tournament and the kids did really well. And this is just the Sturgis Brown speech and debate team? Yep. Nice. And maybe you weren't going to tell me this, but word on the street is that Sturgis Brown's own Mr. Johnson was named the speech and debate coach of the year in South Dakota. So congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I was nominated. I was unaware of this, but it was a really, a really nice award to win. Of course, I, I owe it to my students and assistant coaches. They make me look good. But yeah, it's a nice award to win. Well, congratulations. It's well-deserved. So let's get caught up. We recorded the podcast, and while you were gone, I spent some time trying to analyze Resolution 2023-20. That's the resolution passed by the Sturgis City Council, authorizing them to begin their search for a new city manager to replace Daniel Ainsley and the petition language that may be necessary to refer that action to a vote of the residents of Sturgis. And in the end, I ended up drafting two petitions. One refers that resolution to the voters and the other initiates a new resolution, a second resolution. And it's kind of two different ways of, of accomplishing the same objective depending on some unknown facts, uh, I guess a belt and suspenders approach, if you will. So the first one is referring resolution 2023-20. That's the one passed on last Tuesday to a vote of the residents of Sturgis. And so the action right is that they are going to be in the process of hiring or at least interviewing candidates for a city manager government, right? Yeah. Essentially it was a statement of policy basically of, okay, there's been all this talk about the city manager form of government and a city manager versus a city administrator. Like we're going out status quo. We intend to hire a city manager. We intend for that city manager to exercise special statutory powers that a city administrator doesn't have. And like, here's our announcement that we're, we're doing that. So what's the second part of that then? So the second petition addresses a potential issue in the pending lawsuit. We're not going to get into that today, but we'll talk about it quite a bit in the next episode. But for now, suffice it to say that the intent of the second petition is to remove the Sturgis City Council's authority to employ a city manager just in case there's any issues with Resolution 2023-20. But for me, it's just a potential plan B for the future. Both petitions seek to achieve the exact same objective which is referring the question of the city manager form of government to a vote of the people. They just go about it in different ways. So I'm asking people to sign both petitions, but really they have the same effect. So the hoped for outcome, you know, of both of these then is to 
require the city to hold an election and let the people decide on what form of government that they want, right? Correct. The outcome sought by the petitions is only to place the decision of whether Sturgis should use a city manager under a city manager form of government or a city administrator under a different form of government to a vote of the residents of Sturgis. And assuming you know we can gather enough of those petition signatures, the election should be held in like 30 to 50 days. So the citizens of Sturgis will have plenty of time to learn about the issues, cast informed votes, and decide what the future of Sturgis is going to look like. So we're going to talk a lot in the next episode about the history of this issue and the differences between the two forms of government. But today we're really just trying to talk about the petitions and what they call for, how people can sign them and exercise their right to decide this issue. So the petitions are out. How can you sign them? Let's cover a few basics. So first of all, these petitions are on forms that are prescribed by state law. They're front and back. And each sheet of eight and a half by 11 inch paper is its own self-contained petition. It contains the words of the referred or initiated measure. It has places for signatures and a signatures or and a circulator's name and a circulator's oath. It doesn't matter if the petition sheet contains a single signature or is full of signatures. They can be turned in with, with one or many. You can circulate a petition, you can get it signed by a few people, and then you can turn it in. So how can you get your hands on one of these sheets? Well, if you have access to a printer that is capable of printing front and back, then you can download a PDF of the petition in the show notes of the podcast, print it out yourself, and circulate it. But it does have to be front and back. You can't tape them together. You can't staple them together. You have to print front and back these petitions. Um if that's not an option for you, there are people in town who are circulating them. I can't do all this on my own. Frankly, this isn't, you know, just my fight. There's a lot of people behind this. So there are others circulating petitions. Ask around. If you can find someone, you can sign one of their petitions. And finally, if you want to, you can come pick one up. Uh, we are just leaving a stack of them available for people to come pick up at Nelson Law. You can come in the, the main entrance, which is uh, off the back, not off junction, but off uh, off the alley in back. Uh, Angie's back there. If you walk in the, the main entrance, ask for a petition. She'll be happy to give you one and all of the instructions that you need to follow are on there and we'll get into them a little bit more here too. I didn't tell you, last Thursday I reached out to the city to ask whether I could leave a stack of blank petitions in the library, in the community center, these high traffic public places where people could come in, pick them up, and then go circulate these petitions to their friends and coworkers and neighbors. And do you want to guess the uh, the city's answer? Uh, I mean... I'm going to guess no. Yeah, they are not going to allow me to do that. So I figured a library was a public space. Maybe, you know, probably too much to ask to ask the, the city to help facilitate. But they're out there. You'll find one. Um, we'll send you more updates. If you have a business, uh, a public business that you want to upset them in, I know there's some political issues there. A lot of business owners won't want to be associated. I get it. It's totally fine. Please remember that the only thing this petition does is calls an election and that, you know, for 30 or 50 days, we're going to have discussions on the podcast and with your neighbors and, and 
decide which of the the forms of government might be better for Sturgis. And we're going to try to lay out the the pros and cons and and argue for both sides of that on the next episode. So um, right so now, do I have to sign this in ink, blood, what? Yeah, there's instructions. So I, I said every signature or every sheet is its own self-contained petition and there's instructions on there on what you need to do. Uh, pen is best practice. Just use a blue pen, a black pen, go in, there's form or there's uh, boxes on what you need to do. You need to sign your name. You need to print your name. You need to put the city where you live, your address, not a PO box, the County where you're registered to vote. And that's it. That's all you have to do. And then the person who is circulating that petition witnesses your signature and then they move on to the next person and they collect another and they make sure that the person does it right. And then when that person is done, when they have their one signature or 10 or five or however it's, it's full, then well, I don't know. We'll figure out what to do with them after you've collected them. Probably bring them back to Nelson Law, but I don't know that yet. So that's how it works. It's simple. There's five simple instructions on there. Um, uh, best way to do it is to, you know, just to ask someone, Hey, are you registered to vote, uh, in the city limits of Sturgis? Would you sign my petition? You know, I have a petition being circulated that just is going to try to get this city manager issue on the ballot. Will you sign it? And, you know, would you like one yourself? Here you go. You can, uh, take it home. You can have your wife and kids sign it. If your kids are over the age of 18, you can take it to work. You will be that petition circulator. You can't take one petition and pass it around. You need to go get a signature on your own. So really the best practice is to have one sheet of each each petition, take it out, get as many signatures as you can, bring it back, go get another one, do it again. You can't go from door or from person to person. There's only one circulator. That makes sense. Fair enough. Cool. Uh, you need one? I got some. I do, in fact. Okay. So two petitions. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? I think you said I could manage like nine signatures. So I just want to try to prove you wrong. That's more than I said, but yeah. So let's talk about the signature, the number of required signatures, which is a little bit different than we talked about last time. So I, and this is where the confusion is, but to, to change your form of government under South Dakota codified law, chapter nine dash 11, you need 15% of the registered voters to sign a petition, but to refer a law or initiate a resolution, you only need 5%. So the change in form of government petition had like 900 signatures on it. And I think it needed somewhere in the mid seven fifties to be valid. And these petitions only need like high 200s to be valid. So I think we should shoot for 300, 400 valid signatures. And a valid signature is anyone who's registered to vote in the city limits of Sturgis. Those are the only people who can sign this petition. It's the only people who can vote. If someone from Meade County, not in the city limits, signs the petition, it's fine. It's not a big deal, but that signature doesn't count. And so there's a risk of if there's a whole bunch of invalid signatures, we think we're in the, the, you know, in the clear because we've got 500 and, you know, 350 of them are invalid. That's no good. So those are, are kind of the main focuses. Um, what else? Um, how long do you have Like I might've missed it, but how long do we so have to get this done? 20 days from when the resolution is published. And honestly, I don't know what, if it's been published yet, it's probably going to be tomorrow. Monday is my guess is when it'll be published in the pioneer. Um, so that's what the law says. If you want to refer no law passed by a, a municipality goes into effect for 
until 20 days after it's passed. And that 20 days is a period specifically allowed for there to be a referendum. So that's what we've got. But the faster we can get the petitions done, the better. Because the city, if these petitions go in, like again, I don't know what their plan is, but they seem to think that this is referable, that there's going to be an election. Exactly what we're voting on is still up in the air. But they're required by law to set an election. I can't remember this one, but it's like within 30 to 50 days or the next municipal, the next uh, municipal election, which would be coming up. I don't know if Sturgis does it in April or June, if I'm honest, but there isn't one this year. So they're going to have to set a special election, probably 30 to 50 days after the petitions are turned in whenever that is, but must be within 20 days. Sounds good. So here's what we're asking people to do. Uh, the petitions are out there. Again, the only thing they call for is an election. We're just asking you to help us spread the word. Uh, we both have jobs and lives, and this is not my fight, and we'll kind of explain what my interest in this is tomorrow. But, um, you know, I'm just a person that's been following it pretty close closely. And I think that, you know, the voters resolved this issue before. I think the voters need to resolve it again. And, you know, I'm not... Uh, I'm not associated with a lot of the big personalities in this. I know a lot of the big personalities, but their interests are not my interests. My interests are in democracy. My interests are in government. And the, the city has tried really hard to drown out the proponents of this idea of, of getting rid of the city manager form of government by starting a personality war. And this is a, a, a battle of ideas, not a battle of personalities. And so that I, I hope that, um, you know, if I have to be the new face of this effort, I don't care. But this is this decision, whether it's made by the voters or whether it's made by the Sturgis City Council, like we are at a pivotal moment for this community and a lot is going to happen. And what Sturgis is going to look like in five years or 10 years or 15 years is all going to be decided right now. We're going to keep moving forward under the exact same, you know, procedures and form of government that Daniel Ainsley created? Are we going to try something different? Like, what is this community going to look like? That's the, the, I think that question needs to be answered by the voters and this is the way to make it happen. So that's our request. Share this podcast, talk to people, uh, just go, you know, if you see your neighbor out there, Hey, have you signed the petition yet? Here's where I did it. Here's you where you can get one. In fact, I've got one in on the kitchen counter. Let me go get it. I got a clipboard, uh, stop down to Nelson law, pick it up. And, um, we're going to try to, uh, do this. We'll be back with the next episode. We're going to try to do kind of a deep dive into the two different forms of government and just a broad overview of the history of, uh, how the, the, the change happened in 2007 and just a brief overview of the lawsuit so people understand. And then from there, I have no idea. Maybe we'll keep talking about it. We'll see what the city's response is. They have uh, mounted kind of a response. Did you see any of it when you were out in Sheridan? Yeah, I just, I, you know, looked over a couple of Facebook pages and, and noted that, you know, the Coda Territory News covered a little bit of it and the Black Hills Pioneer covered a little. And then, of course, I saw... Uh, Fireside chat by our mayor, Mark Carsonson, in I regards to the city council's action and the resolution and what that meant for the city. And so, you know, I I did a cursory glance of those things. And um, yeah, that's about what I did. Did you I, I have decided I'm just staying off the Facebook stuff like I sure. used to I used to kind of creep on there on all the crazy, <laughs> the crazy pages on Sturgis politics. But 
I was on and I was like, oh yeah, they're talking about the podcast and I just not having anything to do with that. But well, and I, and I think, you know, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm hoping that this resolution and, and this whole idea is received by people in the spirit that it's, it's really an attempt to engage, engage the people of Sturgis to participate in the government. And, and that's the spirit it's been, you know, initiated in. And I hope that that people see that that way. Yeah. And I really, truly do believe that of, of the, the future of this community depends on this moment. Like this is a pivotal moment for this community one way or the other. And, and it's the citizens who need to get involved. And there's a lot of people who think that the citizens have been pushed out and that change is appropriate. And we're counting on those people to help carry the water on this, to get some petition signatures and just to have an election. And, that's what uh, I think you and I'll try to do is just like we said, uh, pro and give the pros and cons, try to give an objective argument for both like for and against both propositions and then try to talk about like, all right, which form of government, you know, is there one that's objectively better than the other? And if not, or if so, like, is there one that's better for Sturgis because of our specific situation? And maybe you and I can kind of lead that discussion and uh, we'll have a, a, a good community town hall the political environment in Sturgis is definitely hot that's to to say the least so that's it for this episode of the Sturgis kitchen table thank you very much for joining us we'll be back in a few days with a new episode where we will cover the history of this issue in Sturgis how the city manager form of government came about in 2007 when the voters created it the similarities and differences between the two forms of government being considered for Sturgis right now. And we're going to try to present the arguments for and against the proposition that one of these particular forms of government may be better or worse than the other for Sturgis at this present time. And we're doing all that to try to help you make up your mind so you can cast an informed vote in the upcoming election. But in the meantime, please help us spread the word uh, with your friends and neighbors who live in Sturgis. And one of the best ways to do that is by sharing this podcast. You can text the link to a friend or it's available for download on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So you can subscribe to get notified of every episode we do if you want to follow along. There's also a few short sound bites you can download. They're in the show notes to this episode. You can share those on social media if you want. Also available for download in the show notes of this episode is a copy of the petition and a flyer from the South Dakota Supreme Court, or excuse me, the South Dakota uh, Secretary of State's office on how to circulate a municipal referendum and initiative petition in South Dakota. But there is not going to be an election if we don't gather around 300 valid signatures on that petition in the next three weeks or preferably sooner. So that's the immediate objective. We will see you on the next episode. Sounds good.